Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, hard to believe we've made it to the end of October. Halloween is around the corner. I I know you like Halloween, but you always lament that you don't get the flow of trick-or-treaters that you would like to have coming to your home. Well, you you have a good memory. In fact, uh, I don't even get the pleasure of dressing up because uh, no one comes to our house. Uh, I I remember the the first year when our our kids uh, were little, uh, and the only kids that came to our house were our kids' friends who ended up at our house. But, but, uh, but uh, frankly, uh, in our neighborhood, it's not a good trick-or-treat neighborhood because the houses are too far apart. You know, so I mean, you, you, um, most uh, parents and kids are smarter than that. <laughs> they go to the neighborhoods where the houses are close together, where they can get more more candy within a shorter period of time. So, uh, yes, I, I get that. Although I must say that um, uh, Halloween is, is enjoyed uh, by my office staff a, a great deal. Uh, I think everyone has their own kitchen witch, um, which if you're not familiar with a kitchen witch, it's a, a, a little witch that you hang over your kitchen sink. Um, and they 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 are pretty cool. I, I must admit, my wife has a kitchen witch as well, <laughs> and and of course, uh, uh, typically the the girls will dress up for work that day. In fact, um, that that's a real pleasure to see three real witches <laughs> in my office uh, with their hats and their uh, brooms and the the whole bit. So uh, that that's pretty cool. But, uh, well, I, I've got a question for you, and it's a history test. Oh, boy. On Halloween. I was not prepared for this, but okay. I'll do my of best. Of course not. And, of course, you know, the folks who are listening aren't prepared either, so that, that works as well. Okay, so um, do, do you and your wife carve pumpkins? We, we have started the tradition of carving Good. the pumpkin. Good, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's always fun, and that's, you know, that's clearly a part of Halloween, uh, what, you know, whether you make pumpkin pie out of it or not, that's, that's uh, you know, a lot of folks take the easy way out and buy the canned stuff, <laughs> but there's nothing better than fresh pumpkin. So, uh, okay, so the question is, uh, historically, w- was there a different vegetable that was carved for Halloween? Uh, judging by the Phrasing of the question, I'm going to say yes. There, Good you, it, answer. It, okay, now the question is, what was it? <laughs> how about um, a yellow squash? Uh, actually, that's probably not a bad guess, but of course it's wrong. <laughs> uh, and this, would, this will probably surprise you, but uh, originally uh, in America... Uh, you know, obviously Halloween has been uh, a special day or night celebrated uh, for lots of different reasons. And so it, uh, a lot of different traditions truly have merged together uh, to create what we celebrate now as, as Halloween. Um, in, in fact, uh, there were festivals that celebrated the end of summer. 
there were harvest fests, if you will, uh, and then you have uh, the Catholics celebrate All Souls Day. Um, I believe the Episcopalians do as well. Um, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, it, it's always been, or at least I believe to, to a degree, somewhat of an eerie, scary <laughs> part of it's Hollywood, of course, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, scary people coming out of the fields <laughs> and the like. Um, but actually, originally, it was turnips that were carved out. Uh, and it, uh, it, of course, it was t carved turnips uh, and lit candles uh, to, to ward evil spirits away. Uh, and it was only later that pumpkins were substituted for, for turnips. So turnips were the original <laughs> vegetable that were were carved by Americans, early Americans, I should say. Isn't that, isn't that wild? That is wild. I'm glad we made the change, though, because <laughs> carving a turnip does not sound as fun. Uh, well, not only that, but uh, I don't know of anyone who would eat a turnip pie. <laughs> so uh, there's uh, far more enjoyment out of a pumpkin than, than out of a turnip, for sure. For sure. Turnip's one of those vegetables that I have never particularly liked. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's that's pretty pretty funny. Well, uh, I like that. That's uh, You've educated us here today, Bill. Yeah. Now, I will say that um, my expectation is that my children will dress up, uh, not to go trick-or-treating, but to enjoy the kids that come to their house because uh, they both live in narrow in neighborhoods where uh, the houses are pretty close together, and my expectation is they'll both see tons and tons of kids uh, and have a lot of fun scaring them. <laughs> so, well, the the grandchild will add a fun dynamic to that as well. Well, actually, she she's not old enough to really sure. appreciate it. Um, but next year, next year, she I'm sure she will um, get some enjoyment out, out of it uh, the way. But it's a, it is a fun a fun time for folks. Okay, so let's get down to serious stuff now. Uh, and uh, another thing that uh, Halloween brings, if you get right down to it, uh, are decisions that have to be made by seniors. And the fact is, is that we, or at least most of us, have to do it every darn year. And it's frustrating because it can be difficult. Uh, and uh, what I'm talking about is Medicare. And, of course, now uh, it started October 15th. We're in the middle of open enrollment for Medicare. And there are a lot of folks, a lot of seniors out there saying, well, I went through that last year. I went through that a couple years ago. I made my choices. I'm good to go. And the fact is, you're not. And why is that? It's because these darn plans change every year. And the plans can screw things up completely for you if you're not careful. 
So it's incumbent on every person who is on Medicare to review their plan and see if it still works for them in comparison with other plans that might work better. Now, um, the, I say this, that, it, that it's almost everybody, but it's, uh, there are some exceptions. So who are the exceptions? The exceptions might be if you are a state employee. Uh, or you were a, a retired state employee and you're on the uh, North Carolina health plan because, in essence, uh, you have one of two choices. Uh, one is the uh, Advantage plan, which is the default plan. So if you don't make a choice, you get the Humana uh Medicare Advantage plan. And it's a very good plan. I won't, you know, I'm not trying to degrade it at all. I'm just saying it's what you get. Uh, or you can select a more traditional, um, you can have a regular Medicare, in other words, traditional Medicare, and go with a Medicap plan that is provided by um uh, by Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, and uh, so basically that folks do have a choice, but at the same time, uh, the majority of state employees are actually on the Humana Medicare Advantage plan, uh, as that is the automatic default plan for folks who don't make choices. And people oftentimes take the easy way out and don't make choices, and then they get what they get. <laughs> okay, but the fact is, is that most people, uh, or almost everyone, who takes regular traditional Medicare also provides a supplemental Medicare plan, or what, what we call a Medigap plan, uh, additional uh, health insurance coverage to cover the gaps that Medicare does not pay for. In other words, the co-pays, the deductibles, uh, for lots of different things. And then we have one more choice to make, too, for most of us, and that's the drug plan. The Part D plan is also required. And that, again, is another choice that has to be made where you have to make comparisons to determine which plan is best for you. So, Anyway, I know we have to take a break quickly, but I want to come back and talk a little bit more about uh, the open enrollment and some of the uh, things that uh, are very important to us. We will get to that discussion, and don't forget that Bill has his free webinars the second Wednesday of every month, and these webinars cover two different subjects, the first subject being Long-term care assistance, this has to do with Medicaid, VA benefits, and other forms of financial assistance available to most families who are dealing with a long-term care crisis. The other webinar deals with asset protection and trust planning. You can attend both of these webinars for free. There's no cost to you. It's free to register, free to attend. All you need is a device with internet access and an email address, and you're good to go. To sign up, go to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, and there you can register for the webinars happening Wednesday, November 8th. 
Be sure to register before then. Wednesday, November 8th, learn more about long-term care assistance and asset protection and trust planning as well. We're taking a short break, but we'll be back with more on open enrollment. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be right back. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to schedule some time to speak with an elder law attorney at WG Alexander and Associates. You can also go to WGALaw.com to register for the free webinars. You can learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, VA benefits, and other forms of financial assistance for those who are dealing with a long-term care crisis and the extravagant costs associated with that. You can also learn more about asset protection and trust planning at these webinars as well. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, and Bill, we're talking all things open enrollment right now because as you said this can be a stressful time for folks because these plans change every single year right okay so let's start with somebody who uh, has been on traditional medicare and the fact is is that uh, if you're on traditional medicare you should have and you need a medicare supplement plan or uh, often called a Medigap plan, uh, because quite frankly and unfortunately, Medicare, traditional Medicare, has a lot of gaps in it uh, where that can cost us a lot of money, um, uh, over, you know, and because it's not otherwise covered as our health insurance. So, uh, and I would say for those folks <clears throat> who uh, those folks who cannot find a, uh, a good Medicap plan that they can afford, uh, or uh, in other words, it's just not one available uh, to you in, in where you live uh, that uh, you think works well for you, or it's too expensive, in other words, you can't afford it, uh, more than likely uh, you will be better off with a Medicare Advantage plan. So then you have to move over to the other side, if you will, uh, and compare all those plans. Um, now, people tend to choose traditional Medicare with a Medigap plan um, uh, because it offers more flexibility uh, or because the doctor that they want to go to uh, will take traditional Medicare, but they're not... Uh, part of uh, the system offered by uh, a, a Medicare Advantage plan. So, met, you know, traditional Medicare does offer more flexibility, and it and it works anywhere uh, in the United States, anyway. Um, uh, so, it's not a matter of of regional availability or what doctor you tend to go to. Now, there are doctors who don't take Medicare at all. 
any kind of Medicare, <laughs> but uh, but most doctors do, and and uh, so it, like I said, traditional Medicare tends to be more flexible in terms of where you are and who you go see, uh, and those kinds of things. But quite frankly, uh, Medicare Advantage plans now offer lots and lots of choices that um, and benefits that the traditional Medicare does not offer. So uh, uh, far more people are choosing uh, Medicare Advantage plans now. But he- here's the rub. And all of us who are seniors and on Medicare or about to go on Medicare, we get, I mean, our mailboxes are full every day of choose us, choose this, this is the advantage for going with me or with this company or that company. And the fact is, uh, we should ignore all that garbage. Uh, why? Because they're, all they are are solicitations, not comparisons. It's like, you know, we're wonderful and we offer this and that, and it sounds really good. Uh, but the fact is, is that you really don't know that it's the best plan for you uh, or it's the least expensive best plan for you, uh, those kinds of things. Because oftentimes seniors can get the same coverage for less money if they would just do a little bit of comparison shopping. You know, it's it's just like going to the store, and you know what you want, but you don't realize that you could go to a different store and get it at a 20% discount uh, because you just don't know. You know, it's the kind of thing where that, what, what you don't know hurts you. <laughs> so where do you get the information? Well, that's what I'm about to tell you. There are two places you can go to get accurate comparative information on all these plans so what you know where do you go and if if you don't have a computer then get one of your children or grandchildren to do it for you because the bottom line is you can go online to medicare.gov yes it's a government website it's a federal government website but it's accurate and it's excellent and you can uh, choose the different plans based on objective information and costs. And it's all there in black and white. Or you can go to a state website. Yes, it's government again. But yes, it's, again, good, accurate information. And it's on the North Carolina Department of Insurance website. There's a link on it called SHIP, S-H-I-I-P. And in the, in the SHIP link, you will find comparison of all of the Medicare supplement plans for traditional Medicare. You'll find comparison of all of the um, Medicare Advantage plans. They're also called Part C plans. And you will also find the comparison of all the, of the um, separate drug plans, the Part D plans. And you have to have, unless your um, major plan covers all your drugs as well, in other words, and most of them don't, 
But if yours do, then you don't have to have a separate Part D plan. But if it doesn't, then you have to have a drug plan uh, as well as your uh, traditional Medicare or your Medicare Advantage plan. Ah, that's a lot, isn't it? So the fact is, is that, um, uh, and with with your drugs, uh, it's really, really important because um, uh, number one, uh, your if you take a particular drug, you have to make sure that that drug is on your drug plan, and and you may say, well, it's covered now. I know my drug plan covers it. Well, the fact is, your drug plan might have changed. They all change from year to year, and you'd be surprised what's covered this last year may not be covered this year. So guess what? <laughs> you have to check to make sure that the, that the expensive drugs you're taking will continue to be covered by your drug plan. If it is, great, but at least you know that it's covered. You don't get surprised in January when you go to the pharmacy and it's all, oh, this is uh, $500. And it's like, what? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing where, yes, it's helping. And, of course, the other thing uh, that we're, we're seeing is the fact that finally uh, the law has allowed uh, the, the government to, um, to, uh, to actually negotiate the price uh, of a number of drugs. But, unfortunately, it's extremely limited. It's only 10 drugs. Most are diabetic drugs, thank and I know there are an awful lot of folks who are thankful for that insulin and things like that. But the fact is, it's only 10 drugs out of thousands of drugs. And hopefully that's going to expand significantly over time. Uh, it's ridiculous that our, our prices are so much higher in the U.S. than they are anywhere else in the world. I mean, Americans pay... Uh, premiums for uh, drugs that uh, anyone else in the world doesn't pay, and it's absolutely ridiculous. But it is what it is. So we're get, you know, we're just we're getting what we're getting. Um, now, what are some of the other things that you need to be looking at, other than is are the drugs you're taking on the plan that that you're choosing? Uh, well, a big item is cost. You, you know, uh, there are plans that that give you everything you need and cost a whole lot less than what you might be paying now. So, cost is is a key consideration. Uh, whether or not the doctor that you've been going to for the last forty years uh, might be a huge consideration, because you'd be surprised that they may be on your plan and they may not be, or they may be on your plan this year, but they're not on your plan next year, or that one plan that you are considering moving to, your doctor's not on that plan. And, of course, another big uh, item that um, can limit your choices is where you live, because uh, for folks who live in the Raleigh area, uh, you know, all, almost all the plans are available here. But if, if you live 100 miles from Raleigh, uh, it, it, there are a lot of plans that are not available. So you have limited, more limited choices. Um, and so you have to make sure 
that your your doctor is covered you know unless you're willing to change doctors and most of us don't like to do that um, uh, you know sometimes we're forced to because our doctor retires you know and, and so we're we're looking for doctors who are younger than we are uh, no I, I get that but the fact is is that they're it is a bunch of things to look at. And now, if you're one of those folks who are saying, well, I'm not 65 and I'm not on Medicare, and why should I listen to you? Well, the fact is, you pro if, if you're uh, not on Medicare yet, you probably need to be looking for your parents or grandparents because if what I've been talking about confuses you, Think how it's confusing your parents and grandparents. And the fact is, this is something that we have to go through every year. And we don't, we don't like to do that. You know, as Americans, uh, we're pretty stodgy when it comes to change. We don't like to change. I mean, think about it. When was the last time you changed your insurance company? You know, if, if you compared it 10 years ago and, you know, all of the different insurance companies, whether you're with Nationwide or Allstate or State Farm or USAA or uh, how many else are out there, lots of them, the fact is you're probably with the same company. Why? Because it takes work to compare and to change insurance companies. You know, the insurance companies know this. That's why they actually increase your premiums every year, knowing that the likelihood of you going, hey, that's too much. I'm going to go somewhere else. We just don't do that very often. For those folks who are penny pinchers and, they, and you want to get the lowest rate on your home and auto insurance, truthfully, you need to change insurance companies every two to three years. <laughs> if you do that, you'll basically stay with the lowest rates available. For those of us who stay with the same insurance company, guess what? We're going to pay a premium over time because they know how we are. We're lazy when it comes to making changes. So <laughs> They certainly anticipate that, but as you said, there's ways that you can account for that and save some dollars by shopping around. And I want to remind everyone those two sources that you gave out earlier, Bill, to help people comparison shop when it comes to open enrollment. Medicare.gov is one website, and the other source is the NC SHIP program, S-H-I-I-P. You can find information there on the North Carolina Department of Insurance website, ncdoi.gov, to find more information there. Those are two helpful sources for you, and good luck to those who are dealing with open enrollment right now because it can be confusing because you are sent so many messages. I want to remind everyone, you can go to WGALaw.com if you want to register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, November 8th. Learn more about long-term care assistance, financial assistance for those dealing with a long-term care crisis. You can also learn more about asset protection and trust planning. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page. 
a quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be right back after this. listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about W.G. Alexander and Associates. Schedule some time to speak with an elder law attorney or learn more about their free webinars at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page if you or a loved one are dealing with a long-term care crisis or potentially see one on the horizon. The long-term care assistance webinar it really is invaluable for those who are looking for credible information when it comes to medicaid and real financial assistance for those dealing with a long-term care crisis go to wgalaw.com click on the seminars button at the top of the page to learn more i'm jason kong here with bill alexander bill we're going to revisit a topic that we kind of ran out of time for last week but before we do that uh, i know you want to wrap up our discussion on open enrollment? Well, there are two really, really important things that I I want seniors to know because there are seniors out there that are saying, hey, Bill, I don't have a child or grandchild I can turn to to help me with this. Where can I get help? And I want folks to know that the Department of Insurance through SHIP, S-H-I-I-P, they actually have SHIP consultants for this very purpose, and those consultants are free. Uh, and there are actually about a thousand consultants across the state of North Carolina. So, and obviously, the earlier you call to get help from someone, uh, that can be very helpful. But there may be uh, a more important advice uh, I can give to folks because, quite frankly, Uh, Most of us would be um, uh, uh, in better shape if we simply used an insurance broker to help us select the very best plans for us. And, of course, uh, I I should say this, but quite frankly, uh, just because you're married doesn't mean you and your spouse should be on the same plan. Uh, If you're both on Medicare, uh, oftentimes you should be on a different plan than your spouse because of the particular um, medical uh, conditions that you have or the particular drugs that you're taking may are almost always very different from what your spouse is going through. So quite frankly, oftentimes your spouse should be on a different plan. And Quite frankly, uh, now, what a lot of folks don't realize is these brokers who are independent, in other words, they're not working for a particular insurance company, and they're specialists with Medicare. That Those are the kind of brokers that you're actually looking for. They're free to you. You don't have to, you're not paying them, and you're not paying additional premiums. In essence, when they pick out the right plan for you, they get paid through the insurance company separately, and it doesn't cost you a nickel to have their professional help. Well, guess what? 
it makes a big difference in terms of you're getting the best plan uh, for the best price for your particular situation. So uh, quite frankly, um, for those of us who have any kind of uh, more, a little more complicated situation, uh, we should really be going through a broker uh, to get um, our selection. So anyway, I would give that advice. So either a ship advisor or uh, an independent insurance Medicare uh, specialist broker. <laughs> That's great advice. And don't get caught up by someone who's trying to charge you a fee for these services. These There are free options available for you that Bill just mentioned. Bill, last week we got into a discussion on myths related to five-year irrevocable trusts, and we, we got to that at the end of the program and kind of ran out of time. So let's revisit that because I know that's really important for you. Well, this has to do uh, with Medicaid, not Medicare, but Medicaid. Which, and Medicaid for seniors uh, is the program uh, that helps seniors uh, when they're in the unfortunate situation where they need to go to a nursing facility, a nursing home. And, and of course, um, Medicaid uh, covers the bills. And, of course, uh, what I try to make sure that people understand is that most of us uh, can, in fact, uh, get on Medicaid with professional help, uh, can get on Medicaid very uh, quickly. And by quickly, I mean within a month or two or three, depending on their circumstances. But there, there are lots of folks out there uh, who just don't know the rules. Uh, they may know a rule or two that uh, they think will help, and more often than not, they get you in trouble. But the fact is, is that most middle-class families can, with professional help, uh, get a loved one on Medicaid fairly quickly. And, uh, and of course, uh, W.G. Alexander & Associates is one of the law firms that help people do that. I mean, we've been doing this for many, many years. I like to laugh about the fact that I'm the old rat in the barn when it comes to helping people uh, with elder care issues, uh, with Medicaid, with VA benefits, and the like. But the fact is, there are lots of folks that are telling people that you need an irrevocable trust. You, you need an irrevocable trust to be able to get on Medicaid, and you need a, an irrevocable trust to protect your home and your farm and your assets. And the, the fact is, is that for most people, that is terrible advice, <laughs> okay? Uh, I mean, anybody who's listened to me knows that I have t I talked constantly about the fact that seniors need an enhanced general durable power of attorney. And that is the document that allows your family, your, typically your spouse or a trusted child, to move things around in order to protect it. But what I'm all about is helping uh, seniors stay in control, stay independent, stay out of nursing homes. Uh, and, and now, you know, even if we do everything right, there is a possibility that we'll end up in a nursing home. I get that. And it's horribly expensive. 
But do you need to create an irrevocable trust? And we call them five-year trusts because Medicaid has a five-year look back. Now, how many of us know that we're going to need a nursing home five years from now? Nobody, okay? So uh, the, here's, here's the thing. If we are willing to create a trust, I'm not, quite frankly, not an irrevocable trust like that, that works with Medicaid, in other words, where Medicaid won't count the assets, there are lots of things that we have to do that we don't want to do. Okay, so number one, we have to put somebody else in charge, which is normally going to be one of our children. Uh, okay, so we're willing to do that. We have a good child or we have some good children out there who love their parents and will take care of things and do a good job. All right, so that check off number one. Now, here's the bad news. If you do this where Medicaid will not count your trust, then you cannot be the beneficiary. So, ooh, okay, that's a problem, right? Uh, so um, can you make your spouse the beneficiary? Well, you could, and actually we do that for tax planning purposes, but those are for very, very wealthy families that have estate tax issues, not Medicaid-type issues. All right, so, but if we create a trust for our spouse and then our spouse needs nursing care, then she or she will never go on Medicaid because the trust will keep that from happening. That's bad. So who are you going to make your beneficiary? It's got to be your children. Okay, so that means they're entitled to the income from your property, and they're entitled to the principal of your property, and you, had, you need to be able to pay eight or $9,000 a month because you're not on Medicaid, you see, and uh, for, for the care, well, to me, that means that the kids have to receive the property, receive the income, uh, be taxed on it, and then use the money for your care if they're willing to do that. And so what I'm getting at is that could work, but it still has a lot of pitfalls. <laughs> and so, uh, but the fact is, is that the, the reason that I don't uh, like these kinds of trusts is the fact that, that you have alternatives that work better. Uh, and, and so uh, it's, it's very, very rare that I will create that kind of, of trust. Now, all irrevocable trusts uh, do not create asset protection uh, for us. Uh, it, it, um, it, if you're entitled to anything from the trust, whatever you're entitled to is not protected. Uh, in, in other words, if, if, the, if the trust says, my trustee will uh, uh, give me all of the income every year. Well, your income is not a protected asset. It doesn't matter what else the trust says, because if you're entitled to it, 
then it's account it's countable income and it's and it's uh, it's going to go against you in a Medicaid situation. So uh, and if you're entitled to any of the principal, then that will be counted against you. And with Medicaid, if you're entitled to anything from the trust, then Medicaid is is going to count that trust against you. Now, if it's a trust that is is created properly and you're entitled to some or all of the income but none of the principal, then they won't count the principal against you, but they'll count the income. However, the, here's the problem. If we, it, before we go on Medicaid, if we're uh, going to be able to get on Medicaid, uh, is the income ever enough? And the answer is no. We need the principal to fall back on to pay the bills. And if we're not entitled to it, then are we actually going to be able to get that paid? So what I'm getting at, there are a ton of pitfalls uh, with these irrevocable trusts. And you have to be young enough to do it. You're not going to do it when you're in your 80s or 90s. That's for darn sure because... Uh, you, you you may not be able to close that window fast enough. You may have a destination in mind of where you want to go, but knowing the exact best route to take really requires help from a professional. If you would like to speak with an elder law attorney at WG Alexander and Associates, go to WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. WGALaw.com or 919 919- Two five six seven thousand. A quick break and back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to register for the webinars put on by WG Alexander and Associates. Click on the Seminars button at the top of WGALaw.com. Bill, we've covered a lot of ground, but let's revisit Medicare Open Enrollment real quick. Well, I just wanted to, to mention that even if you go through a broker or a ship advisor, you still have a little bit of work to do. Uh, because you have to be able to tell them where you live, what region you're living in, uh, you know, what medical conditions you have, what drugs you take, uh, and uh, also your, your ability to, to pay uh, for particular uh, plans. So what I'm getting at is you can't just wave a magic wand to select a plan. Uh, brokers need that kind of information or the ship advisors need that kind of information to give you the kind of advice you need. It's just like you can't go to the lawyer and say wave a magic wand. We need a lot of information from you in order to give you the best advice that we can possibly give you. Gather your information on the front end and the process will go a lot smoother for you. That's a great tip. We're taking a short break, but we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be back after this.
Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to register for the WG Alexander and Associates free webinars. Learn more about long-term care assistance, financial assistance for anyone dealing with a long-term care crisis, needing nursing care or anything in that regard. You can learn more about Medicaid, VA benefits, and all forms of financial assistance available to middle-class families. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, or you can call 919-256-7000, That is it for us today. We hope you will join us again next weekend. This has been Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a great day.